This is episode 32 of the Rise Up Podcast. We're a morning radio show hosted by Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life, a network of stations across New York and Pennsylvania. Our podcast is a weekly conversation that will help you think and grow in your faith. If you haven't already, subscribe today so you don't miss a single episode and find out more about our show at familylife.org. Anyone else wish morning started just a little later? Yeah, we get that. It's Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. Our rest, our meaning human beings, is different than God's rest. And let me give you an example to see if my observation is true on this. We've all taken vacations. Have we all been there where we take vacations? Why? We want to go get our kind of rest. Yeah. So we go on vacation and we have a great time. We think as vacation and it's fun and it's good. And but are we getting our rest? Because how many times have you come home from vacation and said, oh, boy, <laughs> do I need a vacation? Right. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. Uh, that's a Absolutely. real thing. So it's yeah. different. Our rest is different mm-hmm. than God's. Well, rest. I think it's the difference between rest and relaxation. Hmm. Because relaxation is kind of a man-made concept, right. you know, and for some people like zip lining through the jungle is relaxation or <laughs> going to the beach is relaxation or traveling someplace, you know, would be relaxing. But rest is different. It's kind of like the difference between happiness and joy. Oh, yeah. If you will, like rest True, is right. a, a soul issue, you know. Hmm. Like rest can be something maybe you're saying, if I'm understanding you right, Therese, that y- you can be taking rest even if the circumstances might not look like it. Does it work oh, out that way sometimes? absolutely. Because hmm. you have to have rest in the middle of your everyday chaotic life. Uh, oh, rest really okay. is peace, Yeah. you know, and ease that you have that's given by God. It's not something that we craft because if we did, then we would have to have a life free of chaos and burden and trial to ever have rest. Yeah. And that's, that's interesting. That's making me think of something I've, I've heard people talk about who are in the ministry, like the church ministry, because for a lot of us, we think of like the day of rest. We might, our minds might go to Sunday as a day of rest. But you think about somebody who's employed on Sunday, they do most of their work on, I mean, pastors work all week, but Sunday isn't really a day of relaxation, maybe, at least not the morning part, but there's got to be a rest that's bigger than just what happens one calendar day a week, as important as that is too for our regular schedules. But yeah, that, that idea for rest, well, some people can't take that time off at the same time the rest of us think about it. So rest being a mentality that can go with you through the chaos, that's that's a pretty interesting way of looking at that that's occurring to me. I like that a lot. And some people are geared. I mean, we all are made differently and God makes us all differently. Some people are geared to, I can't sit around. Some people <laughs> say, I have to be doing something. Uh, and typically what happens, and I've heard, you know, there's the pastor burnout or mm. anybody's burnout. It doesn't have to be a right. pastor, but the burnout of always doing something, doing, 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 uh, as opposed to getting that rest. If only we had an example, an example in the Bible. <laughs> if only. If only <laughs> of the importance of getting rest and getting away. Where could we go to this? Oh, I just mm. wonder. There yeah. were so many times that Jesus gave examples of being busy and of doing and then following that up with rest. I mean, if you look at his healing ministry, there would be days where there were lines of people outside the door waiting to be healed, and he would heal them, and then the next day he would find a quiet place. Mm. And and you see that. And Jesus didn't need that. I mean, he's God in flesh. <laughs> 
you know, he could have gone every day like the Energizer rabbit. But <laughs> there is an example in that, you know, we could go back to creation. Yeah. God, the creator, did not require a day of rest after creating the earth. He didn't need six days either, but he did it to establish our calendar and also to give us an example that after you have done all of these things, you have to take time. Your body, your mind, your soul needs to renew. And that's so that you can have focus, have strength to kind of do it again because we're in a, a lifelong ministry, right? Mm, yeah. On this earth. You have yeah. to renew so that you can get back at it. Yeah. And, and another thing about like a biblical example of rest and getting that renewal so you can keep doing the work, it's a reminder to listen to the people who love you and know like they really are thinking about you when they tell you, hey, take a break and rest. A biblical story about that. Moses has father-in-law was the guy who needed to tell him, hey, you've got to take a break. When Moses led the people out of Egypt and they were wandering, for a while, he was kind of the I do everything guy. Moses listened to every complaint, every right. possible problem that came up in the people of Israel. Moses Why had do a, I have to do he, everything? He, right? had, he was doing it all. He had a line set outside his tent from morning till night, answering all these questions. His father-in-law said, you need a break. You need to delegate. And so he learned the wisdom of being able to take some rest, take some responsibility off himself, give it to people he could trust, and then thereby be a more effective leader because he learned ways to take rest in his work. Listening to the people who love you when they say, hey, whoa, 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 this isn't going a good direction. Here's some wisdom, a good way to rest. And isn't the, we always talk about focus, focusing on God and the difference between God or rest and what you said, Therese, the relaxation. Uh, when we're talking about, uh, you know, work and those kind of things, or even relaxation, sometimes the focus is on us. The true rest, the rest in God is putting our focus back on God where he helps us get what, you know, he has provided for us, the comfort, that peace, the joy that we can put into others. So when we're focusing on God's rest, we're focusing on God, Hmm. not ourselves. And uh, Hmm. that's where our strength comes from when our focus is on him. Of course, there is a lot in the Bible about rest. In Mark 2, 27, it says, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. Why? I kind of wonder why. Well, God desires rest for us because it doesn't come naturally to us. You know, if we were left to our own devices, we would just go, go, go until we couldn't go anymore. So we have to trust in those times of rest that if we take a day off, even mentally, that the world is not going to come off of its access, you know, which then restores your faith to who actually is keeping everything spinning. You know, it's not me. Wait, what? My power is not the one that makes the world go? Shocking. And you know what? You mentioned to take a day off sometimes. You know, sometimes even throughout a 24-hour day, certainly there's the sleeping part, but even at work, uh, you can take 10, 15 minutes at a time or five minutes or, you know, whatever it is to get away. If you find that too much, it's like, let's get away. Let's rest. Let's focus on God and get that renewed strength uh, in him. So uh, sometimes you don't have to wait till the end of the day or the end of the week or the end of the month. You can take rest during a day in even brief sections when you put the focus on the right place. I love that. What both of you are saying, Stephen, Therese, that it, I mean, if I can put it this way, like what you, I think it's just rephrasing what you said, Therese, that it's 
an act of faith, saying this is where it really comes from anyways. It's an act of humility to say, I, okay, God's using me. Sure, that's amazing. But he's the one making sure it's getting done. I can obey him where he tells us to rest and trust that if I'm obeying him, it's all going to get done still because it's not mainly happening because of me. That's so cool. I love that. But but if I but if I don't if I don't who will if I don't get this done now when what what if it gets cold and I can't do what I need to do outside I have to what if busyness is just a distraction that's keeping us from really having fellowship with the Lord you know what if we use that as a strategy to keep our mind going to the point where we don't actually have good fellowship with Him like if your mind space is filled with your to do list you can't possibly have those real conversations with God. We just had a study of Psalm 23 in our church, and it's so clear. The Lord is my shepherd. I know you know this. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. Now, there's nothing in there that says he made me take a nap or that I had to spend all of Sunday doing absolutely nothing. I mean, there was movement. There was movement to the quiet waters. There was movement in the green pastures. But it's about the refreshing of the soul. So why does God want us, command us really, to rest? Well, there's a few ideas I came up with. I think it's easier to have fellowship with God when you're rested. Like when your mind is busy with a hundred things. Oh, yeah. Do you have good prayer? You can't because you're like automatically distracted or you fall asleep because you're just exhausted. We can serve others stress-free when we've taken the time to rest. When your soul is restored, it doesn't seem like a burden to help somebody else. I think we're more aware of the ministry opportunities in the world around us when we're rested. We're kind of more like-minded with God. We see things from His perspective when we have that rest. And I think we have an ease to our countenance, too, when we're rested. We're just the kind of person that somebody would want to be around. Have you ever said to somebody, how are you? And they go, oh, I'm so busy and I'm so this and I'm so stressed and all these things are going. That's not a person who has rest. I've been that person. Yeah. Right. I mean, but but would you want to hang around somebody who doesn't (laughs) have a piece about them? No. But you know, the person that no matter what's going on, just has a warm smile and an ease to them that makes you feel like they're a warm hug, you know, that's the kind of person you want to be around. And when we're rested, we have that ease. We are the open arms of Jesus to the world around us. It's okay. You can go back to bed in about 16 hours. In the meantime, thanks for listening to Rise Up on Family Life. If you consider yourself a person who likes a good adventure, especially early in the morning, all right, this product is just for you especially you females out there who are getting ready. like decaffeinated <laughs> coffee. No, no, that's not, an adventure. we're not going that far. Okay. We're not going that far. That's like boulders and danger and snakes kind of adventure. But if you're up for a good adventure, uh-huh. you know you are because you bought this product. It's a product of six packs of squeezable packets mm. that you don't know what's in there. Mm. It's either lip gloss or ketchup. Come on. <laughs> yes. No, you bought it no, on purpose. No. You don't know until you open it up oh. in the morning. Why this company did this, I have no idea. But for $25, <laughs> yes, right. you can have that adventure. 
of either putting shimmering lip, lip luminizer on your mouth right. or a mouthful of smashed tomatoes. Which I don't one think are you this is get? bad because, Why? like, you're getting ready and you're doing your beauty regimen and you yeah. open it up and it's ketchup and you can be like, yay, I get to eat a hot dog hot for dog. breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> the adventure was worth it. <laughs> Today is going to be great. We just know it. This is Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. Sometimes kids will just say right what's on their mind. Oh, like yeah. maybe to me, a kid might say, I don't like your face. You have a funny looking face oh. because of my beard. Oh. It turns out kids, most kids, a lot of when they're younger, really don't have facial hair. They kind of just find it off-putting sometimes. Mm-hmm. I-, I would we feel kind of hurt, really, that I wouldn't be picked for this task. Most kids in a survey say that I wouldn't be the one they'd pick to help them hide a treasure because of my beard. They'd rather have a clean-shaven fellow help them hide treasure. But but uh-huh. here's where I'm really excited. Uh-huh. I am more likely to be picked because of my beardedness. Uh-huh. To help a child fight a dragon. Oh, oh. Well, I, the I treasure mean, yeah. thing is so obvious to me. Why? Oh, why is that? Because just put an eye patch on with that beard, you got a whole pirate vibe going. They steal the treasure. Come on, you don't need any more beauty sleep. You look great. Thanks for listening to Rise Up on Family Life. Okay, these cats are cute, but I don't know. Are they worth six figures? Ooh. Two cats, Spencer and Jin, they come with a $285,000 adoption fee. Whoa. It's going to cost you $285,000 to adopt these two cats. Mm. But that also includes the house that the cats live in. Ah, well, that changes things. Okay. That changes things. It's kind of cozy. It's got two bedrooms. Uh If you're nice, maybe one of the cats will let you use one of the bedrooms. <laughs> I'd only spend $100. That's the top of my feline. Stop. Oh. As refreshing as that first sip of coffee in the morning, this is Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. I think I can make you make a sound of some sort or say something uh-huh. when I say a certain word, but we've never tried this before. The honor system is can uh, the audience, we're going to, I'm going to tell the audience something, but you have right. to plug your ears. Oh, so we can't listen. Take okay, your sorry, me and Tim take are going to plug our ears. Off. All right, right I'm going right we're ready to listen again. We'll okay, take, take, take them off. All right. Now, la, can, la, can la, either la, of la, you la. hear me uh, say yes? If, okay, they can't hear me. Okay, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to do a story about a roadrunner, and as soon as I say roadrunner, they're going to go, Mimi. You know, I think they're going to say, Mimi. That's my thing. Okay, guys, unplug your ears. Thumbs. All right. Say thumbs up. Okay. I'm they, so nervous. They really didn't hear me. They really didn't hear what <laughs> no, you said. No, I'm so. excited for this. This I, sounds fun. Say, I think <laughs> I can make you say that. Okay, so uh, I had never seen one of these before until a couple of years ago when I was visiting our daughter and her family out in New Mexico. Mm. I had heard about these things before. Uh, this isn't the word. I'll tell you when the word's <laughs> okay. coming. Um, and, but I saw several of them, and it's just so funny. But the first thing that went through my head when I saw one of these was something. Okay, now here's the, I think, uh, I saw a, here's the word, Roadrunner. <laughs> I don't want to say it, but I do. Go ahead. 
Beep, beep. That's exactly what I thought. Uh, yeah. I mean, is, yeah, that's, yeah. and that's what I said, too. So, right. yeah, do, I do, wonder, they? I do they? Do they say they go no, like that? No, the they don't. No. no, they don't. But no. I saw, but and as soon as I saw them running by, I just went, me, me. Me, me. Right, exactly. <laughs> I thought it's, I could say that. Have you ever seen one? Have you ever seen uh, one? No, no, no. They're really I mean, tiny. They're really. They're very I've seen small, one. Very, very specific one Roadrunner well, I have yeah, seen that, before. That's on the screen on TV. Yeah, different But in person, yeah. Yeah. This is. That's the actual call of oh, no. the great roadrunner. No, that's when I told him a joke. That's when I told him a joke. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did you hear the one about the roadrunner? Oh, oh, Why didn't he just do the show today? <laughs> I love the roadrunner's laugh. Mimi. Whatever happens today, know that God's got it. You're listening to Rise Up on Family Life.